Lay Down Your Arms, The Autobiography of Martha Von Tilling by Bertha Von Suttner, translated by Timothy Holmes. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Lynette Calkins, Monument, Colorado. Lay Down Your Arms, Two Prefaces of the Translator. Translator's Preface to the First Edition When I was requested by the Committee of the International Arbitration and Peace Association, of which I have the honor to be a member, to undertake the translation of the novel entitled Die Waffen Nieder, I considered it my duty to consent, and I have found the labor truly a delight. Baroness Suttner's striking tale has had so great a success on the continent of Europe that it seems singular that no complete translation into English should yet have appeared. An incomplete version was published some time since in the United States, without the sanction of the authoress, but it gives no just idea of the work. Apart from its value as a work of fiction, great as that is, the book has a transcendent interest for the society with which I am connected, from its bearing on the question of war in general and of the present state of Europe in particular. We English-speaking people, whether in England, in the colonies, or in the United States, being ourselves in no immediate danger of seeing our homes invaded and our cities laid under contribution by hostile armies, are apt to forget how terribly the remembrance of such calamities and the constant threat of their recurrence haunt the lives of our continental brethren." Madame Sutner's vivid pages will enable those of us who have not seen anything of the ravages of war or felt the griefs and anxieties of non-combatants to realize the state in which people live on the continent of Europe under the grim shadow of the sword, with constantly increasing demands on the treasure accumulated by their labor and on their still dearer treasure, their children, drawn into the ravenous maw of the conscription, to meet the ever-increasing demands of war, which seems daily drawing nearer and nearer, in spite of the protestations made by every government of its anxiety for peace. What can we expect to change this terrible condition except the formation of a healthy public opinion, and what can more powerfully contribute to its formation than a clear conception both of the horrors and sufferings that have attended the great wars waged in our times, and also of the inadequacy of the reasons, at least the ostensible reasons, for their commencement, and the ease with which they might have been avoided if their reasons had been indeed their causes. This work appears to me of especial value, as setting this forth more plainly than a formal treatise could do, and it is towards the formation of such a public opinion that we hope it may contribute. The dawn of a better day in respect of war is plain enough in our country. We have advanced far, indeed, from the state of things that existed a century ago, when Coleridge could indignantly say of England, "'Mid thy herds and thy cornfields secure, thou hast stood, and joined the wild yelling of famine and blood." England since then has given and is giving many gratifying proofs of her sincere desire for peace, and her readiness to submit her claims to peaceful arbitration." Is it too much to hope that we may see our country joining in some well-considered scheme for general treaties of arbitration and for the institution of an international court? And may we not hope 
that our influence as that of a nation not implicated in the mad race of armaments and yet not removed from the area of european war may avail to bring the question of disarmament before an international conference and thus introduce the twentieth century into a world in which there will be some brighter prospect than that war shall endless war still breed let us trust that this may not be found quite an idle dream and that we may without self-delusion look forward to a more happy era and join the cry of baroness sutner's rudolph es liebe die zukunft hail to the future preface to the second edition the rapid sale of the first edition of this translation has encouraged the association at whose request it was made to endeavor to make it more widely known to the various english-speaking populations by printing a larger edition at a lower price it is hoped also that the enlarged circulation of a work so graphic and written by one who has so thoroughly studied the real aspects of war as seen by those on the spot may lead not so much to sentimental emotions and vague protests as to a business-like discussion of the means by which the resort to war may be at any rate rendered more and more infrequent the english government has lately given repeated and practical proofs of its sincere desire to substitute the peaceful and rational method of arbitration for the rough cruel and uncertain decision of force and the conspicuous success of that method hitherto though tried under circumstances not altogether favorable must have prepared thinking men for the question why cannot some scheme for the formation of an international tribunal of arbitration be formed and debated among the powers who by taking part in the congress at paris after the crimean war formally admitted the principle and who have already seen it successfully applied in practice to this question which has frequently been asked no satisfactory answer has yet been given nor to the further question why our government should not introduce the subject to the great powers after showing so unmistakably its adherence to the principle people differ and probably will always differ as to the light in which they regard war a very small and rapidly diminishing minority regard it as a good thing in itself most as an evil which in our present state of civilization cannot always be avoided some as a crime formally prohibited by the moral law and the christian religion all of the two latter classes ought to join in any practical steps for diminishing the occasions of war and of these the one which is most within the scope of politicians is the promotion of international arbitration the association to which i belong has published this work in the confident hope that its circulation will aid in hastening this much-needed reform the translator end of two prefaces of the translator